Hello and welcome to our latest podcast in our Norton Rose Fulbright EMEA Regulatory Insights Series. My name is Simon Lovegrove and I'm the Global Director of Financial Services Knowledge here at Norton Rose Fulbright. In our EMEA Regulatory Insights Series, colleagues from our financial services teams across our EMEA offices provide an update on the key regulatory issues they are seeing in their local market. Today, we're going to briefly focus on Germany, and for this, I'm delighted to be joined by Michael Bourne, counsel in our Frankfurt office. Michael, so much to talk about in the German regulatory space, but I wonder if we could start with digitalization, which is a particularly hot topic in Europe, given the markets in crypto assets regulation, or MECA, and the Digital Operational Resilience Act. I mean, how is Germany approaching these key pieces of EU legislation? Thanks, Simon, and uh, hello, everyone. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, some of these pieces of EU legislation will be directly uh, applicable in Germany, um, given that they are EU regulations. However, Germany is also introducing um, a national um, act, the Financial Market Digitization Act. This act will be a crucial piece of legislation which will help um, implement in Germany many of the current EU legislative acts that have been issued as part of um, the European Commission's strategy for a digital financial system, including in particular MECAR and DORA. Um, this national act, the so-called Finanzmarkt Digitalisierungsgesetz, will become effective on um, 30 December 2024, simultaneously with um, MECAR entering into force. It is worth mentioning that this national act will introduce a crypto markets supervision act um, and will um, introduce amendments to existing laws such as the German Banking Act, the German Money Laundering Act and other financial market supervision related laws. This act seeks to harmonize the German regime relating to crypto assets with the new European MECAR standard. Uh, it does this by removing the term crypto assets from the um, catalog of financial instruments of the German Banking Act, um, which in terms which in turn means a realignment of the regulatory coverage of crypto assets. Um, going forward, crypto assets will be defined by MECAR and um, will be regulated by that regulation. At the same time, a new cryptographic instrument will be introduced in Germany in German law. This is intended to cover those digital assets that do not fall within the scope of MECAR. For example, security tokens within the meaning of MIFID II uh, and therefore must conti continue to be regulated by the Banking Act and the German um, um, Investment Firm Act. As a consequence, previous national crypto custody business will be renamed, re renamed Qualified Crypto Custody Business. In future, it will apply to the custody of crypto assets that do not fall under MECA but qualify as cryptographic instruments within the meaning of um, the described national regulations. 
In the future, both issuers and providers of crypto services will therefore have to check exactly which crypto assets um, term the respective tokens fall under and which supervisor regime will subsequently apply. Thanks, Michael. And um, environmental, social and governance, ESG, is another key issue across Europe, uh, not least in Germany. I hear that there's been some recent developments in Germany concerning the regulation on European green bonds and sustainable finance generally. Yes. Um, on the regulation on green bonds, the um, German regulator, the um, Bundesanstalt für Finanzdienstleistungsaufsicht, or BaFin, issued an article in September, December last year setting out its expectations for compliance with the new standard. Uh, in particular, BaFin will be monitoring whether the issuers of European green bonds comply with the transparency and information obligations and whether the required documents have been subject to prior review by external auditors. As for sustainable finance in general, BaFin announced in December that it was offering an initial in insight into the topic of um, sustainable finance under a new section on its website uh, and plans to continuously expand this topic area and take um, current developments into account. Okay, and just very briefly, Michael, um, what's the Barfin's position on greenwashing? Um, in, in a nutshell, uh, Barfin's position on greenwashing is that it is a practice where companies fail to disclose the relevant sustainability-related information in a clear and fair manner which can mislead investors and prevent their investments from having the desired ESG impact. BaFin therefore actively monitors compliance with transparency and disclosure requirements on ESG impacts such as the Sustainable Finance Disclosure Regulation and the Taxonomy regula Regulation. Okay, thanks, Michael. I just now want to turn to something completely different. Um, EU member states are expected to transpose and apply the measures implementing the EU Directive on Credit Services and Credit Purchases, the Non-Performing Loans Services Directive, on 30th December 2023. The directive represented another uh, key step, really, in the implementation of the EU's action plan to tackle non-performing loans in Europe by further developing the secondary market for non-performing loans. Um, very briefly, Michael, how has Germany transposed the measures? Um, well, Germany has transposed these measures. Um, to implement the Credit Services Directive, um, the Credit Secondary Market Promotion Act was procured in December 2023. Um, this Secondary Credit Market Promotion Act um, in particular provides for the introduction of a secondary credit market act, Kreditzweigmarktgesetz, as well as amendments to other laws to meet the new requirements. The, um, this secondary credit market act creates a licensing procedure for credit service providers for non-performing loans. Um, it introduces supervisory requirements, conduct and reporting obligations for these credit service providers, um, provides BaFin with appropriate supervisory powers, 
and establishes a register of credit service providers. Um, this law came into force on 30 December 2023. Um, it's contains transitional provisions that allow companies that were already providing such credit services before the law came into force to continue these activities for up to six months, i.e. until the end of June 2024, without requiring a license. Okay, and on the payments front, you mentioned to me before we started recording that there have been some developments, uh, in particular a draft of the comparison website report and ordinance had been published. Uh, yes, this uh, ordinance is intended to supplement the amendments to the um, Payment Accounts Act, Zahlungskontengesetz, um, which was made, well, which were made by the Future Funding Act, Zukunftsfinanzierungsgesetz, which was published um, in December, whilst the majority of the changes entered into effect immediately or on after um, January the first, 2024. Um, this uh, BaFin will operate a comparison website for payment accounts offered to consumers in Germany. Um, the draft of the comparison website ordinance specifies the comparison criteria and the data to be reported by the payment service providers to BaFin. Payment service providers, in particular CRR credit institutions, offering consumer payment accounts should be subject to the reporting obligations. And just keeping with the banks for the moment, uh, BaFin has also indicated that as of 11th of January this year, it will apply the European Banking Authority's guidelines on overall recovery capacity and recovery planning. Now, recovery and resolution is a very big topic, uh, particularly given what happened last year in the banking sector. I just wondered if you could just give us a couple of the headlines um, from the BaFin's announcement. Um, the first headline is that BaFin expects institutions to take these guidelines into account and fully implement the requirements in their recovery plans. Second, it's important to note that the overall recovery capacity, capacity um, describes to which extent an institution has options for action in order to successfully cope with different stress scenarios. So therefore, the guidelines are only relevant where institutions already produce a re recovery plan. Such recovery plan already requires including stress scenarios pursuant to section 9 of the minimum requirements for recovery plans regulation and without the exemption under section 16 of this regulation being applicable. For other institutions, the application of the EBA guidelines does not lead to an extension of their obligations. This means that those institutions that are not required to prepare a recovery plan or that are subject to simplified obligations pursuant to the relevant sections of this regulation don't have to comply with the EBA guidelines. Uh, and Michael, um, just to finish with, let's just um, look at anti-money laundering, which is a huge topic in Europe. I mean, can you give us a very brief update to finish with on AML developments in Germany? Um, sure. Um, very briefly, in November 2023, the Federal Ministry of Justice um, published 
the draft bill for the implementation of Directive EU 2017-541 um, on combating terrorism. Sections uh, 89A and 89C of the German Criminal Code will therefore be amended in order to implement the directive. The federal government has also published a draft law to improve the fight against financial crime. That's the Financial Crime Control Act. Um, the draft bill contains the main provisions for the establishment of the new Federal Office for Combating Financial Crime, the Bundesamt zur Bekämpfung von Finanzkriminalität. Um, its tasks and powers, as well as the necessary amendments to related legislation included in the area of money laundering supervision and sanctions. The draft also contains provisions on the establishment of a register of real estate transactions. Okay, thanks Michael for sharing your thoughts today. So that concludes this podcast. Please look out for further updates and podcasts on the topics we have covered today on our Regulations Forum blog. If you would like to discuss anything that we've covered today, then please do get in touch with Michael and he would be happy to assist. Many thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you.